Hello, welcome back to It's Abundance, the podcast. I'm your host, Addison Jones. We're in episode three, guys. We have made it here. I'm so happy that you're here. I say it every time, but I'm just so, so grateful for you guys. Today, we are talking about our hearts. We are talking about our hungry hearts and what that looks like in our world today. Now, before I dive into the root of this topic today, I want to read you a little something. Now, from if you're from the podcast and you're listening, you're very lucky today because you get to hear a little bit from my book, This Isn't You, which hasn't even come out yet, but December, guys. Mark your calendars. December, This Isn't You, my memoir is coming out. I'm going to read to you a little like chunk, a little piece of a chapter about my hungry heart as a 12 and 13 year old. All right, here we go. I never knew there could be so much tension between me and my reflection, that the distance between my physical body and the mirrored one staring back at me could be filled with so much desire to change each other. I'd like to think back to when I was eight and everything seemed so simple and joyful, but then I remember my finger running down the hips of my Barbie dolls, brushing through their long, fake, perfect hair, I remember practicing pirouettes only to fall and hate the way my skin moved around so loosely. I'd also like to think back to year 10 as an escape to some happy moments, but the reality was just a movie of arguments with myself in the closet. 12 years old, stingy with carbs, secretly working out in my bedroom, wasn't really a secret anymore, knocked my caloric intake down like a thermometer in December. Jeans didn't fit around my waist anymore. My cheekbones were popping out of my face. No happiness is found here. The mirror was there to comfort me while I destroyed my relationships. Then it shattered. So with that, and with that heavy, heavy topic, Let's dive into what the word says about our hungry hearts and that desire to change something about you or that desire to have something of this world. Because that, friends, is what abundance is all about. All right, let's look at John 6, chapter 6, verse 35 it says i am the bread of life whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst now this verse guys this is just such a good verse i feel like god is really telling us just right off the bat that he is the one that satisfies our hunger now with this passage that i read from my book my my mindset in this part was very very self-centered and I was seeking satisfaction within myself. I was idolizing my body and my mind and how I could control it and I never found satisfaction. I mean, you saw it, the mirror shattered. I never found satisfaction in my reflection. In that chapter, I think I so very clearly now can see the hunger that was that my heart had. My heart was so hungry and my mind was feeding it lies. And there's this quote, and it's, we all eat lies when our hearts are hungry. And that is so true. It's unbelievably true. I was feeding myself all of these lies about the way that I looked and about um, my values and my worth because I was so hungry for something greater. But instead of choosing the bread of life, which is Christ Jesus, I chose my body and idolizing the way that I looked and the way that I portrayed myself in the world. 
as culture and society continues to grow and we continue to develop new things like social media and just honestly anything, even just podcast episodes or music, we develop such a strong hunger and Christ is so far down on the list and I think our hunger for satisfaction is so high and the seeking for the the seeking the glory of self is right up there with it. I I played it out at 13 years old. I I was seeking the glory of myself before I sought out the glory of God. And my mind provided lies and I think as culture does this too, we provide lies about our body or about anything because we are starving for something more but we forgot about the bread of life and the living water that he has that God has already provided for us. Psalm 34:10 says, "The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing." Jesus is our solution to this satisfaction. We will lack no good thing. And when I say no good thing, it's It might be good in your head, that relationship or that job title or that career or whatever it might be. It might be good in your head, but if it's not God's will, it's not good. Maybe you are just trapped or confused about the way that you look or the things of the future and you have this mindset and you have this idea of what a good future looks like, but it's not playing out the way that you had thought and that's because it's not good. God says that you will lack no good thing. He is not holding anything back from those who seek him. I think the reason for this strong hunger that's in our world is because we have no firm foundation. As a whole, as a whole society of 8 billion people, we lack the foundation of Christ and our hearts are constantly hungry and we see that in every area of our life, but yet we continue to glorify the things of ourselves. Now with these next few words that I'm going to say, I just encourage you to allow them to sit with your heart and allow them to reflect on your heart. If we are not hungry for Christ, we are probably too full of ourselves. All right, I'm going to share a quick story with you. The other week I met up with a friend, a sweet friend from middle school. Um we hadn't reconnected since then. Uh it was the midst of COVID and Um, chaos, but I wanted to talk to her and just go out for coffee. So we met up and um, we were just chatting and reconnecting and filling each other in. Um, We talked about sixth grade. I know, sixth grade. Until now, she, she explained to me that she had been feeling beat up and worn down and worthless. Um, She struggled a lot with a lot of self-hate and she hated school and she hated life. Um, There was no sign of light in her future. I asked her, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Like, do you see yourself with this mindset still of hating, hating school and hating life? Like what happens after high school? And I don't remember her exact words, but she told me, Yeah, it scares me that if I don't have anybody accountable after high school, what might happen? And this this broke me. This hurt me so, so deep. When our hearts are open to the world and we continue to allow the world to flood us with these lies and these words and these 
what we know isn't true, we will continue to be hurt and bruised. Life is not everlasting. And that satisfaction that we find in the world or the what we think we find in the world will not satisfy. Now, if you leave with anything today after this episode, I hope it's that you know that there is nothing in this world. There is no Instagram picture. There is no amount of calories that you eat. There is no amount of success that you can build through money. There is nothing that will satisfy except for the bread and living water of Christ Jesus. Now, Jeremiah 17.9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Obviously, we can't understand it because we choose things of the world to satisfy it. Now, we can ask this question to our hearts as we reflect on these passages. Is my heart for the world or is my heart for the cross? How am I living for satisfaction? Am I living for these things of the world that I believe in my mind will satisfy the hunger of my heart? Or am I living for God and for Christ because I know that he is the only one that satisfies and he will lack no good thing for my life? In moments of trial and in moments of passages from that book, from from my story, in your life, what if... We turned our heart to Jesus. Just think about that. In moments of pain and desperation, what if I cried to Jesus and asked him for asked him to move me in the midst of my wounds? We will find life everlasting in that. If we choose to turn our hearts to Jesus and we pray that he will move our hearts and we pray that in the midst of this difficult season of life that he would change our hearts and turn him upon and the Holy Spirit, we will find life everlasting. If we chose today, right now in this moment, to acknowledge the sin and the idols that we have made out of things of the world and we chose to turn them to the things that God says and these verses and these words, what might happen? I asked myself this question, you know, what if my heart was for the cross instead of the world? Philippians 4.12 says, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's a pretty popular verse, but so powerful, holds so much power for our hearts. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me in abundance and in need, in plenty and in hunger. We have Christ. It is the word of God that has the power to save and satisfy the hardest of hearts. He had the power to save me at my lowest. He had the power to pull me out of a pit of self-love and self-seeking satisfaction, self-glorifying. He had the power to shatter a mirror that I was glorifying for years. If you're questioning whether or not he has the power to shatter your mirror or shatter the hardest heart, that you have, let me just tell you that he can and he will. Turn your heart upon Jesus. Make it known that your heart has been lost and that your heart is starving. 
Like I've said before, he wants you and he's seeking your heart. Christ is our firm foundation. He is the rock on which we stand. When everything around me is shaken, he is our rock. Ask yourself this question, write it down maybe. How can I choose today to turn my heart away from the world? How can I turn my heart to Jesus? What in my life can change right now, today? I also encourage you to pray that he would use you and that he would move you and that your heart would be open to change. There is so much power. There is an abundance of power in the moving that God has in your heart. Now, this episode was short, but I'm hoping that in these 15 minutes of me rambling and me talking, that you can take something away and you can feel something that God is moving in your heart. Today's episode was hopefully powerful and I'm hoping that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you through me. That is the one goal that I have for these recordings is that you could just feel the movement of God in your heart and in your life. Also, I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to hear your suggestions for episode ideas or topics. I would also just love to hear from you and hear a little bit about your story with God. Or maybe you don't know who this is and you're like, who is this girl talking about God? Who is God and why is he so powerful and why is she so passionate about it? I would love to have a conversation with you. You can shoot me a DM. You can shoot me a text. Um, it's Abundance the Podcast on Instagram. Just let's talk. Let's have a conversation. I would love to share the joy that I have found in God. Thank you guys for choosing today to listen about Hungry Hearts. Don't forget to share this with somebody that needs to hear it and that needs to hear the abundance of love that God has for them. Also, don't forget, this isn't you, December. Mark your calendars. I'm so excited. I love you guys. Thank you for choosing its abundance.